0: a working mom of a toddler and an elementary school kid.
1: And I'm Claire, the mom of two boys who are also in elementary school, and I also work full-time. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hi, guys. It's the Middle of Everything with Claire and Sarah.
0: Welcome.
1: We have an awesome, awesome guest today. I'm so excited to talk to Brianna, and we'll um, share more about that in a minute, but... First, what's going on with you?
0: So, I had something interesting happen to me yesterday. My first grader comes in after school and starts talking about how someone in his class has a crush on him (laughs) and proceeds to talk me through this little girl having a crush. Side note, he clearly also has a crush on her because this has been the subject of conversation. But I... I, I just was like. Already? Yes. That was what I'm like, what? You're in first grade. Like, and so then I kind of had to walk him through, like, what does that mean? You know, I said, what do you think that means? And he said, well, that means she's in love with me. And I was like, okay, right. So then what does, what does that mean in first grade? Like, what do you, what, what do you guys do about that? And he's like, I don't know. So I'm, I mean, I think it's just them being silly but Lenny proceeds to tell me that she also has a crush on two other boys and they're all <laughs> freely talking about it so i'm like okay we're just chit-chatting but then i'm thinking this could get ugly <laughs> in a couple years right it'll be so, so tell great me- okay I'll so you're, you've got one through this has this started is this weird I'm-
1: yeah so uh, second grade for sure okay. there was definite like Who likes who stuff.
0: Oh, it just feels so early to me. Yeah. Slowly crushing mommy's heart It does.
1: So we just sort of didn't engage with it. Not that we were ignoring him. Like, if he'd come home and report, you know, (laughs) so-and-so wants to marry so-and-so or so-and-so Like so-and-so, we'd be like, okay, that's cool. Anyway... The more interesting thing is that we're having pizza for dinner. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> almost, like, making that not right. – I think sometimes, you know, I just overhear parents, like, really, like, yeah. talking it up with the kids. Like, this is, like, deep political intrigue in mm-hmm. on the playground when it's so clearly not. So right. um with, like, out being, like – that's dumb y'all are in first grade right. um we kind of were like okay well you know
0: awesome
1: also she's really smart and has read more books than you according to the book log so <laughs> it seems like seems like she she's got her shit together I wouldn't worry about it yeah, you
0: know exactly. what I mean Yeah. <laughs> oh it, well and I I had noticed uh a couple months ago I went on a field trip with the class and I, he basically ignored me the whole time because he wanted to go walk with her wherever she was, That's and it, cute. again slowly crushing mommy's heart, and then comes in and tells me this, and I'm like, oh, I just didn't think it would start this soon, but yeah, I think, I mean, we. I dug around a little bit just because I wanted to know what he thought that meant. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because how I mean, he's he, interpreting he never that, knew those that words. word
0: right before. So clearly, someone said that to him because he I you know had never heard him say crush in that context before. So yeah, so I um had a minute <laughs> of just. What is happening here? Oh, you know? mom! Oh,
1: too early. Too everything early. with parenting happens too early. I oh, think I'm not it's, ready. It's a, for a common it, theme.
0: Navigating that.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I, I assume at this age things just pass, and there's not going to yeah. be like. A crushing heartbreak. Oh, it will. It'll totally pass,
1: and they're going to be together. Like that whole group. Yeah, that's the thing about early elementary school Mm -hmm. is like they'll they'll grow up together in a sense. There, so like it'll all come in and out, and the class collectively will be into one thing versus another thing, and Uh. yeah, it'll happen. It was nuts. But speaking of you know just kids doing things that kind of break your heart, this uh, the story in a good way. We have a story today from Brianna that I think. I think our listeners are really gonna love. Yeah. I loved it. I missed it when it went viral the first time around. I don't know how, <laughs> but in uh, preparing for today's episode, I read um, read her story, and that there—that's a teaser for you guys. You have no idea where we're going with it now. But wait, thirty
0: seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Brianna. Uh, so Brianna Hefley Shepherd, I've known for years,
1: various walks of life, walks of life. you know her as a yeah. mom at school, you know her for, as work. Like, yeah. You guys had like, you know, some, some family connection back lots in the day. Of, yeah, lots of places. So she
0: had a story that, you know, is just something that is very unique in that she had this Facebook post about her daughter go viral to the point that she had this sort of shut things down because she didn't want it to go too far. So she's gonna talk with us and kind of talk through the story. It's a great story. Super I, interesting. I Kat. cry every time yeah. I hear it, read it, see it. It's just adorable. So yeah. she's gonna talk us through that and just um kind of talk about how it feels to have that have your child suddenly sort of explode all over the internet. Yeah.
1: So all around cool lady. Stay so tuned. Like. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at the middle of everything on Instagram or Facebook at the middle of everything and on Twitter at T M O E podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye.
0: Hey, everybody. We're here with Brianna Huffley. Hi, Brianna. Hi.
1: How are you? Good.
0: So um, You have a great
1: voice for podcasts.
0: <laughs> I know. You really do. I was thinking the same thing when Wonderful. we were sound checking because right. it's like, yeah, you've got like a smooth voice.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brianna after dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you have had an experience that not many people have had and I'm super interested in. You had a, a – it's kind of a story about your daughter – take off and go viral on facebook and i know that i have a lot of questions about that because it's something that we've talked about a lot with the podcast and with like our instagram it's like how much do we put our kids out there so Start us at the beginning and tell us kind of the story behind it and what happened.
2: Okay, the very beginning. So in 1979. <laughs> yeah, I was born. <laughs> no, I really was born in 1979. <laughs> and my my family started a business that same year. It was an electrical contracting company. Mm-hmm. And we were in the same location for 30 years. And then a few years later... Uh, we moved about three blocks away. <laughs> and in our original building, there were no windows or anything. So that's, Ooh. that's the building I grew up in. And I would go to work with my parents and stuff. Okay. And so um, I teach uh, part-time and when I'm not teaching, I'm at my family's business. Mm-hmm. And so I had a daughter six years ago and she would come to work with me before she started school. So our new building. Has all these huge windows. Like it's just very different from the original building. Mm-hmm. Although just a few blocks away. And we're right by the train tracks. And so the train, like the first, I don't know, month or so we were there when the train would come by, like you can kind of feel it. Like yeah, it, it I bet. kind of shakes a little. It's yeah. very noisy and it's right there. And, uh, you make me a little nervous. I'm like, oh, the train's so close. <laughs> and, um, but so my daughter started like standing up on the windowsill. She's like two years old and would start waving at the mm-hmm. guys. And um, then one day they noticed her and they started waving back. And it just became their thing. And did you know that the windows on the front of the train open up, like the front windows? Oh, no. Yeah. So they'll like open up the front so windows and lean out and, and, oh, and wave so great. and stuff. I bet
1: it's like a safety mechanism. Yeah, there's probably some, but that's so cool. some smart reason why. Yeah. So no it no just why. became a tradition between the and and so the because the trains came at roughly the same time every day more or less they
2: usually come uh within an hour or so in the mornings going one
1: direction and in the afternoon they go
2: back the other direction and And is it
0: the same driver
2: it's not not every train but uh most of the time okay two or three guys yeah our rail system yeah Yeah. and i've learned a lot so uh I have a lot of family that work for the railroad mm-hmm. randomly okay. enough. And so I've quizzed them quite a bit. I'm mm-hmm. um, kind of asking them, so, you know, I, do I call this guy an engineer or a conductor? And <laughs> so getting all that explained. But said, what's interesting is these people or the, the people on the train, they, they do the same routes a lot. And mm-hmm. so they see a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. But what's, uh, special about our story is that since it's like right in the middle of town they go very slow you know and the fact that they saw each other kind of at such a distance i mean it's not that far but it is it's kind of upstairs in Mm -hmm. a way a little bit behind a window and (laughs) um it's just yeah Yeah. kind of makes it stand out a little bit um so anyways waving 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 several years of waving (laughs) And, um, and I'd take a lot of pictures of it and mm-hmm. cause I just thought it was so sweet. And I, every time I'd be like, Oh God, it's so old. i so just, cute. I'm tearing I'd, up right now. <laughs> I'd stand up there sometimes and wave with her and stuff. So fast forward last year, my daughter started school and. I, like, I was like, we've got this, no big deal. Like, this isn't going to be any big deal, you know. And she goes to school. I was okay. And then I went to work and the train (laughs) came. (laughs) And it was the first time the train came and she wasn't there. And so I stood by the window and I was like, (laughs) just kind of (laughs) like waving sadly at them. And they're kind of waving confused back at me. (laughs) So, yeah, that's when I realized like, oh, this is a little bit more of an emotional yeah. Experience than I thought. Yeah. You know, this is a big deal. She starts school, and so uh, they would go by, and I'd wave, and, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, they must be wondering where she's at. You know, <laughs> they must be. So one day. They I hear the whistles down the down the way and I get a piece of paper and I quickly write on it. And just like, you know, eight and a half by yeah. eleven sheet of paper. And I quickly write. She started school <laughs> and I go run to the window and hold it up to the window. And my dad, he's there, he's like, They're not gonna be able to see that and I was like, I don't care. I'm <laughs> need to hold know. it up to the window. <laughs> So, um, they come by and I kind of wave with the thing and they're kind of like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Now
1: they're really confused. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, and they go on. So then, um, I don't know, a week or two passes. I have no Mm -hmm. idea. And I get to work. I don't even know if I had my coat off yet. And, uh, someone knocks at the door and I'm by myself and we have all the doors locked. And if I don't know someone, I don't let them in. Like I'll kind of like stand there and you know cross my arms and mm-hmm. um puff my chest out and yeah. find and out who they changers. are yeah <laughs> protect myself um and so this guy's there and he's got like a bright yellow shirt on and like earplugs hanging down and so i thought he was a construction worker um just because that's you know that's that's what mm-hmm. we do and we have all these <laughs> random men showing up uh, because of that And I was like, yes, may I help you? And he goes, well, I'm here to ask about uh, the little girl uh, upstairs in the window that waves at the train. And I was like, oh, my. (laughs) He's like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to make you cry. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, it's so sweet. So he said, we saw your sign, but we couldn't read it. So we weren't exactly sure what it says. We we assumed she started school, but we wanted to make sure. Um, And, yeah. I'm crying. (laughs) And so they... uh, I said, we want to send her something. And um, I said, well, her birthday's in a few weeks, actually. And so anyways, we exchanged information. And, um, you know, the, he left and he was just, I think i think we even hugged before he oh left. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he leaves and I'm still at the shop by myself. Like, I gotta tell someone. <laughs> so I post on my Facebook, like I write out a fairly short like, synopsis of what has just it happened. It
0: was very well written, though. I have to say it was like a nice tearjerker of an explanation.
2: <laughs> so I write it and my Facebook's private, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I feel like I keep things like pretty well private. I don't share tons about her, you know, I yeah. share a lot of other stuff and, um, sewing stuff, but yeah. not, Like, a lot of things about her. So, anyways, posted it. And people, like, immediately start commenting, friends and stuff. And Mm -hmm. people are like, please make this public. People, like, friends are sending me messages. Like, make this public. I want to share this. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And so, I was like, well, the pictures, I posted two pictures with it. And the pictures were with her back to me. So, you Mm -hmm. couldn't see her face. And I was like, well, you know I guess I could make this public. So I made it public and people started sharing it. And then someone tagged um, a Facebook page called Love What Matters. And I'd never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a huge positive page on on the Facebook.
0: A few. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and um, so they tagged that and they sent me a message a little while later, like this page did and say, can we share this story? And I was like, and I'm looking at the page, and I'm like, looks pretty legit. Yeah. Looks pretty positive, you know? And so I called my husband, and I was like, do you care if I give him permission? You know, talk through that with him. And so we're like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. So we gave him permission to share the story. And I said, change her name. Right. Take her name out and put she um, yeah. or her and use pronouns instead of her name. I went to go teach a grammar class (laughs) for two hours. And I came out of class and my phone is like blowing up and they shared it. And it like very quickly went all over the place. Yeah. It was incredibly crazy. And really like, like you read the, the comments on the, their posts, mm. and it's all positive. Right. You know, yeah. which you don't see that very often. Exactly. There was yeah. only one negative comment I found throughout the whole ordeal.
0: What could you possibly say that's negative about that? Why
2: was her I'm mom just- so emotional?
0: <laughs> I know. Oh it was like, are you? Jerk. I know. yeah. Like, whatever.
2: And I mean, depending on how you look at that, it may not be negative. But it was the only yeah. one that had like a negative tone sure. to it. Yeah. So whatever. I was emotional. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah,
1: it's okay to it, be it emotional. You were rightly <laughs> so emotional. So we're gonna share this. We will share it from the the Love What Matters version of the post without yeah. her name. We'll share from the middle of everything <sighs> Facebook page so you guys, listeners, can take a look. Mm-hmm. and um, see how how yeah. well written it is, and also um, make a positive comment. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we do around here. Exactly. So, so um, it, I
2: quickly had people messaging me, like people I didn't know, uh, social media managers, uh. um, different websites that wanted to post it and stuff. Um, I mean, it it was very overwhelming, very quickly, <laughs> and then I realized. I didn't talk to the conductor. Like, I didn't make sure that they were okay with me sharing the story. And I got really freaked out about that. Yeah, so we'd exchanged yeah. information. So I emailed the one, <laughs> the one that came to the door. And I was like, is it okay? You know, like, this is what's happened. And I can I can make it all – I can try to make it all go backwards <laughs> if I need to. Um, and they were like, no, no, that's fine. I'm so glad. Like, we need this type of positivity out there. And so um, – I didn't. Re- the only person I communicated with was um, a woman who got my email somehow, and I think oh. she she repped. I tried to go back through all these old messages and stuff last night, and I went down a wormhole. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But um, she like represented Good Morning America and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. It got submitted to the Ellen Show. I don't know who did wow. that. Wow. Um, and it just
1: it. It was a lot. And I <laughs> – <laughs> So All I can think of is like – I mean, because that is a very sweet story. Do not get me wrong. Yes. But all I can think of is like how starved for love are we? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? And I mean that very genuinely. Like this yeah. is – it's an amazing story. Don't – I mean, I love that. And like we all just had a moment, but – jeepers yeah. like right. that is that says something yeah. that well, the, so many people just sort of latched on i feel it, like yeah. to this like mm-hmm. stranger connection like worlds colliding worlds like, colli- exactly know, yeah. well it's yeah.
2: what i took away from it is uh it's universal i mean anyone in any country there's a train right? yeah mm-hmm. and you know, people wave or make some sort of gesture Mm -hmm. to each other to say hello. Maybe it's a nod or whatever it is in that particular country. And it's timeless. Like trains have been around for a while, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you read like a lot of the comments, it's people saying, oh, my daughter had, you know, this relationship with their trash man or, you know. And then there was one woman, the one woman that I – uh, sure. communicated with. She said, people love these human interest stories. I was like, a human interest <laughs> <Yeah>. story, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but so it, it didn't feel right to go forward with any of those avenues. Sure. Like it felt, I didn't want it to be a blip on the internet. Right. Um, albeit a, a positive mm-hmm. one. What I've decided to do is I'm going to turn it into a children's book.
0: That's wonderful. So, that's I. That's a great idea. A great idea. <laughs> I <I'm>, love this. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. Great news. Yeah, yeah we'll come, come back after you write the book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll do my book tour. I love it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I want it to be a children's book, but I, mm-hmm. I, everyone I tell that to, they're just like, yes, that's it. And that feels right to me. Instead mm. of saying, like, yeah, put it on this weird website and sure. or whatever. Now, I will say though, I didn't give anyone permission to share it except that love what matters. Everyone still shared it. Yeah.
0: yeah, everyone
2: did, and I found it. I kept. I started printing it off when I would find it in other languages.
0: Oh my god! So I think
2: we printed it out often, like seven or eight languages for Rio just wow. to have in the future, and she has no idea. Yeah, what um, what that what became means. of it. yeah? yeah. Wow. Um, and and I don't really want her to know right now. Sure. Well, <laughs>
0: and then, you know, I think you you did what I think with what I would want to do there is no, her no names the pictures from the back you know what I mean yeah. so it that way but but it, I, I'm sure it's terrifying too to get all these messages because you never know who out there is going to exploit the situation yeah, yeah. or use it in a way that you're not happy with and then it's really hard to get stuff taken off the internet yes. you know yeah. I mean you see this with like celebrities or you know different people and they've got big lawyers and big names and all that kind of stuff so
2: i contacted a lot of the websites who so i thought i had everything private but there were a few pictures i did not and they had posted those pictures and stories Like pictures of her and I baking in our kitchen. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I contacted them and they were like, oh, no problem. And they were fine with pulling those things down. Last night, though, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and kind of research and refresh (laughs) myself on all of this. So I googled my name, Uh which is always interesting. So if you google my name, (laughs) a lot of it are train stories Uh um, on different websites. And one of them, like the tagline was, she was clueless. And it had a picture of me, like an old profile picture (laughs) from my facebook and i was like uh excuse me so i click on it and it was a three page story they they researched me and researched (gasps) my life and the story and my family's business and it was all there they had pictures from my husband's facebook page on there so they basically
1: like took the story that you had shared and then like it into a researched it and exploded it to make it more about you guys. Yes. What it wow. was, the she
0: was clueless piece of the headline. I
1: don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. It clickbait <laughs> yes. is what it was. And,
1: these, and it worked.
0: Yes. I listened, there's a whole episode, I think of Reply All, if anyone listens to that podcast. They talk about the like kind of weird things on the internet where there are just businesses that generate those things that pop up oh, yeah. at the bottom of, you know, cheap web pages, if you don't pay to have them taken off or whatever, or you agree to have them on, Mm -hmm. that are just this kind of stuff. And it's that's crazy. Yeah, I sent them
2: an email and I said, take – all of these photos and this information yeah. down that has nothing to do with a girl waving in a train. No, I was like I don't care if you share that story at this point. Sure, but you don't need to put all of this personal and then information. How
0: they get all those. If everything's set to private, that's it's so
2: it's terrifying, stressful. And I have a public blog, and now yeah. I'm like, I need to go through and make some posts private. Yeah, because I've been blogging for years. Yeah,
0: it's it's terrifying. It is. What is out there and what people can get access yeah. to? and and this was
2: a positive story. Think of yeah. it if it was like a damning negative story., yeah. like how what they can get on you and what they put out there. and yeah, it's the wow. internet is a very bizarre
0: place. That is- <laughs> That is bananas that and then even your husband and all that. Yeah,
2: I texted stuff, him last so. night and I was like, You have
0: to make everything private yeah.
2: <laughs> I And mean, he thought he had.
0: Yeah. Right. You know? And now I know. I want to go check all my yeah. things right now. Yeah. Well, a couple months ago my Instagram personal Instagram account got hacked and at several other random accounts of mine someone got a hold of like mm. one password that I was the dumb person who had used the same password on several things and for about twelve hours, someone else had taken control of my personal private Gosh. Instagram page, made it public. They'd never did anything else with it, and I was able quick, pretty quickly, I will say for Instagram, it was pretty good customer service mm-hmm. to get it back. It was the weirdest thing though I, I don't I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast to get it back, I had to send Instagram, a picture with, like, a number in it. Have I already talked about yeah, this uh, on the No, podcast? no, not
1: on the pod, but I mean, you and I had talked okay. about this. This
0: was like crazy. Like a mugshot.
1: So, like, so they, like, they send you – they send Sarah 24765 or whatever to your email. Right. And then you have to write that down, take a picture of yourself holding that number because they're knowing your face so they from wow. your Instagram. Yeah. It's like facial recognition recovery. It was bananas.
0: It's and, crazy. And, it, and then I'm thinking – I really don't have that many pictures of myself on my Instagram. How much do I look like my kids? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Mostly pictures of my kids. And again, that's all set to private. And that's where I put the pictures of my kids because I'm very careful about who I let follow that. And so then... I get, I do the mugshot. I get it back, and then I and I'm like, it doesn't look like they did anything with this, but this person has had access to all these pictures of my kids now for however long, which is terrifying. And then I have to redo all the settings. And when you, you know, I don't know if you guys get a bunch of like random follow requests Mm -hmm. or whatever, and then you always either deny or I just ignore them Mm -hmm. most of the time. If I I don't even remember to look at it a lot, but I don't know them. Personally, I don't let them follow me, even if it's a business that's local. I'm like, I don't know who runs that. So anyway, but when that person made it public, it automatically approved all those. So then I have to go in and like block or delete all those people that had... I mean, it was probably like 20 people that I just sort of...
1: Been ignoring.
0: Yeah. And so I had to go back in, fix all that. And ever since... I mean, I've just been super paranoid because, you know, weeks later something weird showed up on my iTunes account, and, like, it was, yeah. it was just – it was crazy, so,
1: Well, the good I mean, news is I don't – typically, I think, when, <clears throat> when that happens to people, they're not really after the pictures. Right. Although, you know, of course, That's there's what I was some like, weird what was the outliers, but I think it's typically, like, they make your profile public so that they can – use it for marketing purposes. So like somehow they'll find people that follow you and then yeah. send them messages or it's all like, well, they had done something weird with my
0: email account. That is the sort of dummy. It's like a dummy email account I use for anything online in shopping yeah. or whatever. Cause I don't want to get all those emails in my real email. Yeah. blocked me from being able to change my own passwords back. Like they were sending all the password reset emails into spam in within the depths. So it wasn't coming to my phone. So like I'm trying to reset my password and none of those messages are showing up in my phone account. Of course, I'm traveling while this happens. So I don't have all my, you know. Whatever. Okay, so, so I want to ask. This is if, a tangent. If but somebody out there, <laughs> yeah, if somebody
1: out there listening is an identity thief, I need you to just <laughs> send us a quick little email and explain why. The, explain the why behind. I'm just fascinated. Like, explain <laughs> to me how you make money doing this. Yeah. Like, what? Because there is right. It's yeah. always if you chase it far enough, there's somebody. There's something there, yeah. right? I'm just super interested yeah. to know because it feels like everyone I've talked to who's been hacked is just like I don't get. It. Of course, there's the people that like will send the Nigerian prince email. Sure, like I'm Sarah and I don't. I, I'm locked up in a jail in Nicaragua mm-hmm. and I need you to send bail money, Claire. Yeah, in which I would be like, sorry, Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make better choices. But no, but um, like of course there's that. Right. But but this isn't what that was. No. This is like so. So what are people doing yeah. with that? And how do they make money, or what's bizarre. the incentive system behind it? I don't know. So, again, yeah, super curious. But yeah, we just, took her really positive story to a dark place. Yeah, sorry, we just went down. <laughs> we went and, somewhere else we went with down with a it. rabbit hole. With
0: that. But <laughs> point is, make your stuff private yes. if you can. But it sounds like you had, and yeah.
1: it was well, unless you make a thoughtful choice with your mm. life partner <laughs> after scrubbing a post of you know yeah. identifying marks of your children. In which case, it can be a really positive thing. And a lot of people got a lot of good, it sounds like, from that. I mean, obviously, they reacted. They translated. They, you know. So the kind of
2: end of the story is since then. So when my daughter's on breaks, Mm -hmm. she like comes they, back so they wave at me
0: and <laughs> so yeah do you still run I, to the window every and wave day, oh, I love it every <laughs>
2: day every day and sometimes it's not my guys but yeah. most of the time it is and they'll wave at me and makes it it starts my day off right and when she's there oh man they like do special honks for and they're all like <laughs> still big going waves. down yes yeah. they send each other cards and stuff and they mm-hmm. sent her a birthday present like some trainer related birthday presents that first birthday and then last year they sent a card and they did christmas adorable. cards and stuff and we've sent them some things and yeah so it's just a really they've still never met they've come to the shop and i actually was not there they were i can't remember where i was but my mom was there Mm -hmm. and they brought gifts for her for her birthday but she still hasn't met them But they will someday. Someday. Yeah.
0: That's that's adorable. Yeah. Maybe they can, in their brain, if they calculated spring break or whatever, she might be here. They'll think to stop and get off the train again, like they did that day. So, oh, that is so cool. And I'm so excited to hear about the
1: show. So, (laughs) in addition to. Being a viral blogger and future children's book writer. We talked about this at the beginning. I think that there you've got a lot going on. So um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, – you mentioned you were a part-time teacher. And then also um, I just found out <laughs> that this uh, staple on my Christmas calendar, um, the Alliday Show, is something that you are involved in as well. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of tell us more about about what you
2: do? So um, my education is uh, in teaching English as a second language. And so I teach adult ESL part-time and I've done that for 12 years now. So whenever I left the architecture firm, I know Sarah (laughs) from long, long ago. uh, When I first moved back to town, I worked at an architecture firm and Sarah was a rep that came in and we did bowling stuff together. That sounds the,
0: right. The, oh, I don't remember I, there. the IIDA was really fun many parties. events. Yes, yes, they were
2: so much fun. There
0: were so there still are. Yes, fun. Our, we have a very lively industry yes. that has a lot of fun yeah. parties and events. <laughs> so yeah, um, you got to love it when your job job involves getting dressed, taking in people out, and putting on costumes to go bowling. Yeah. and things like that. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since I left there, I've been teaching um, ever since. But um, I have probably much like. You ladies, you have lots of different things going on. I feel like we're not kind of- as many as
0: you. But- <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I so I work for my family, I teach, and then yes, I run the holiday show. So it's a craft show and we just completed our ninth year. Um kind of like a quick synopsis of that. I was gonna say,
1: craft show does not do it justice, no, you guys.
0: It's like a it's a thing.
1: It's I I feel like it's like it's it's like a staple yeah, in Tulsa. Like is. if you're not from Tulsa, you don't know, you haven't heard, but like it's a yeah, thing. Like, like my girlfriends and I get together and go. It's been at the Aww. Retro Den the last few years. Um mm-hmm. uh which podcast listeners will know that reference because we inter- have interviewed both Ashleys who are uh, co-owners of the Retro Den That's on the pod cool. before. Um yeah, like uh, last time I went, there was, like, a bar, and we had a yep. cocktail and music, <laughs> okay. and... Yeah. yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, it's good. a great time. So it is a craft show, but let me, like, just... I, I, I'd say more, like, local goods okay. and typically mm-hmm. yeah. handmade, but I guess yeah. maybe all handmade. Yes. You you can talk to it, but... So I got some cool t-shirts there a couple years ago. Anyway. <laughs> you, you do, you'll do a better job. Okay. I'm fangirling because I think it's really fun. Oh, it's really sweet. <laughs> Um, so
2: I've made stuff for years and I've always sold or bartered with my handmade goods. I mean, Mm -hmm. since I was in high school, probably actually back to elementary school, I was like drawing pictures of things, horrible pictures and charging like a nickel for a picture. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Entrepreneur. So yeah, (laughs) totally. So, um, a friend of mine, we had a a jewelry business together and we set up at shows all the time. Even in college, we went to college together. And we would uh, sell jewelry out of our dorms and we would put signs up in the elevators and they would get ripped down because we wouldn't get them approved by student life or whatever it was. And we just put them back up there. And so we sold jewelry out of the
1: (laughs) Jewelry rebels. (laughs) So, um,
2: and we were like repurposing we were taking old Mm -hmm. things or things that were broken and making them kind of new again. That was our shtick. Mm -hmm. And um, so... We, we did a lot of, lot of crummy shows, like more crummy shows than good shows. And we were sitting at a particularly bad show one day and I was like, we can do this. You know, mm-hmm. like we just take all of the pieces of what we know to be good for artists and get rid of all the rest and we'll just make our own show. And she's like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And she's kind of like, ah, whatever. And I'm like, let's look at a calendar. Let's find some places. Oh my God. This is our podcast origin story.
1: (laughs) This is me going, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. Podcasts are fun. And Sarah's like, we're doing one. (laughs) (laughs) This is happening. Yeah. See, we
2: are. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I wanted a time of year that didn't have many shows. And so, uh, we did the first show in June, I think of 2000. 10, if I remember correctly. And I booked the smallest building at the fairgrounds that I could find. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, it may smell like a stable. It just depends on what show is in there <laughs> the week before. Or, yeah, I was like, that's fine, whatever. It's what I can afford. We've got incense. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, um, I think they bought a whole bunch of air fresheners one year for us and <laughs> plugged them in, the little plugins, And uh, yeah, the first year we had 60 artists and um, the newspaper Posted a really nice article about the show. And we had really good attendance. It was all handmade. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. We didn't want resellers. Mm-hmm. We didn't want reps of companies. We wanted the artists and we wanted their goods that they made. Um, and it went one wonderfully. Mm-hmm. And so the next year, I knew. How do you
1: make money on a show? Is it because the artists pay to be there or is it is it door fees? Because I'm trying to I'm thinking my mind automatically goes to it feels like a risk to like go rent a building at yes. the fairgrounds, which even if it is the stable, is still like a pretty significant yes. cash outlay, mm. especially for somebody who just, you know, this is a first year and is really on faith. Yes. So is it how did you how did that how did you make the decision to go like, Okay, no, I'm I'm not gonna lose my shirt on this, that I think I can make this work financially. Uh,
2: we, it was a long time ago. I know my friend and I, we like split it both ways. Yes. Artists paid a really small booth fee and, uh, we, we had a very little amount of money left over and we split that as as a profit. I mean, it wasn't for the time that we put in, like we didn't make anything, you know? Um, so it was less of an economic,
1: (laughs) driver and more just to your point of like, we are artists ourselves and we've been to these things and we know a a good event from a not good event. Yeah. We
2: wanted to provide a place for people to come to and be able to find like good handmade products. Awesome. Um, And I'm an organizer by like at heart Mm -hmm. and we, I'd gotten married two years before and surprisingly I really (laughs) loved organizing our wedding and then that was done and I was like, now what am I going to (laughs) organize? And wait, wait, prior to that, I would do, um, holiday shows like in my parents' house and my friend's house. Mm. We'd just get a few artists together and set our stuff up and invite people we knew mm-hmm. around Christmas to come and shop. Oh, so um, I grew up – so my mom did craft shows, and but my, uh, my dad's an antique collector of many different random things. <laughs> and uh, I grew up going to antique cigarette lighter shows. Like that's how I traveled <laughs> the United <laughs> States as a kid. Um, but my family hosted the first ever – antique flashlight convention in the United States when i was a kid. And so shut the
1: front door. <laughs> the first ever? Saying so, have there been more? flashlight shows. Is oh, it yeah. like an annual oh, yeah. thing now? Yeah, do well, you-
2: since uh since eBay's become as popular as it has, oh. like shows in general like that. They still have them to my knowledge, but it's not quite yeah. what it was. Yeah. My dad went to a show in California last summer. Um, but it's, you know, just a handful of people that go anymore because yeah. everyone does everything online. Yeah. But, so I grew up with shows being produced state, and organized yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't a big, big deal. to yeah. put one on Oh my yeah. gosh. So I not love a, that. Not as intimidating. Totally. So the next year I was like, okay, holidays are the best time for me mm-hmm. as an artist. Let's move this to the holidays. We knew the first one was a success. Let's keep going. And we went from 60 artists to like 80 artists. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, how'd you come up with the name?
2: Oh, well, I wanted a word that, that could represent a show any time of the year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I thought holiday. Well, there's, there are no like significant holidays in June. So (laughs) how about, you know, all days should be holidays or all days could be holidays. Oh, holiday. There we go. (laughs) That was it. Wow. that's really deep meaning. It's so great.
1: I love it so much. Okay, keep
2: going. Um, So then after the fourth year at the fairgrounds, I didn't feel as fulfilled afterwards. I had some uh, artists who were a little negative and... Um, I had a kid on my back. like yeah. <laughs> It was just like, I'm working so hard at this. And it's just, you know, people were still coming, people still seemed to enjoy it, but it just didn't feel like me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have a craft type fair at the fairgrounds, people think it's got to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like we associate shows mm-hmm. like that at that location yeah. with certain things certain types of events and um and like and i had some people apply that were like why didn't you accept me i uh, i've seen this stuff at this other show here and i'm like we're not that other show you know and if you've already seen it somewhere else then you're taking someone else's idea and saying it's your own and that's not okay with me either right. so um after the fourth year, I shut it down. I made a public <laughs> statement. I was like, this is it. You know, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so long. Good <laughs> night. Um, and then the next year, and I felt great with that decision. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, about mid to late summer, I was like, so what am I going to plan for the holidays? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where <laughs> do I can't stop? Yeah. Where do I put this energy in? Yes.
2: So <clears throat> I had this revelation that, you know what? I started this. And it can be whatever I want it to be. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing at the fairgrounds, Mm -hmm. right? And so I previously started selling uh, pillows with the Ashleys at Retro Den. Mm -hmm. And I really liked working with them. They were fun. They were professional. They're great at social media. And I I was not. And so I went to them and I said, what do you guys think? And they had set up a lounge at... The fourth holiday at the fairgrounds, they mm-hmm. like when you walked in, they set up like a little living room for mm-hmm. people to hang out in, and it was great. So they, um, I was like, "What do you think about doing like an abbreviated holiday at the shop?" Like they just moved to their new location, and they were mm-hmm. like, "You know what? We could try that. Mm-hmm. Let's try it. Sure, why not?" So we did that. You know, Christmas season, mm-hmm. we did a two-day thing uh, show. We and we switched it up quite a bit. Yeah. We made Friday night where you paid. For a ticket and Friday night was more like a party. Previously, everything had been free because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me to go pay to shop. Like yeah. I want that money to go to the artist, right? right? Um, but to pay for this party, we did need some mm-hmm. funds. So we sold tickets that year. I think we sold tickets the first two years for Friday nights, and then after that, we made it free. Maybe mm-hmm. first three years. I don't remember. Party was a lot of fun. People get dressed up. I think if there yep. was a bar there, that's yep. when you came. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, if there's a bar there, I'm going to come. Yeah. So that's and, the
0: criteria. And I was gonna say
1: it was very like I want to say like you'll correct me ten or fifteen dollars. It was not like crazy cost prohibitive. Yeah, I, I think like. the
2: first year we started at like fifteen a ticket, and then we went down to ten a ticket, and yeah. then maybe five dollars, and then free. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So um, you know, we figured we could probably still put on a special thing on Friday nights and not have to make people pay. Mm. Um, and so anyways, we went from like comparing the fairgrounds to Retro Den. You know, we go from 80 artists to 15 artists. And here's what I think stands out to me and what's really important about making those changes is based on artist feedback, people were spending the same amount of money with 80 artists as they were with 15 artists. So instead of like you know, maybe this artist makes a thousand dollars and this artist makes $20. You have 15 artists who are all making like large, like good Mm -hmm. sales. So the money is not as distributed. You also don't have as much crossover. So Mm -hmm. with, you know, 80 artists, I've got, you know, 10 jewelry artists or something like that. Right. So, uh, here, uh, with having it at Retro, and we only have a few people, it's very curated. It's, yes, it it's very like curated. you
0: know that every booth is going to be quality and important, and you know what I mean. Yes, like it's, yeah,
2: yeah. We take great pride. That. We feel like we can choose the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it but it's hard because we also don't want to offer the same artist every year. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've become very close with a lot oh, of these people. Gotta, yeah. So it's yeah. it's hard. Um, yeah. So this – so moving to Retro was a, a wonderful. It mm-hmm. was – I'm so glad we've done this and I love – still love working with right. them. Um, I don't know what the future holds. You know, this year will be our 10th year. Uh, kind of miss having a lot of time, especially having a kid now. Right. Uh, like in the holidays. Mm-hmm. So
1: – Yeah, that's the thing about holiday shows, events mm-hmm. – Anything work related that's tied up in that time of year, um, you always have to wonder. We, we, right. we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's a really professionally a busy time for mm-hmm. us, particularly for me. I've got a, you know, a, one of my biggest meetings I do all year long with work is in January. And what that, the knock on of that is, is just like the holidays, what is already a crazy time, just sort of. So when you're, when it's something you're choo, Choosing, I mean, I realize it's it's a professional endeavor, but it's like something that you have some sway over. You have to kind of continually re- re- reevaluate, yeah. like, is this still the right choice for me at this particular time or whatever? Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I get it.
0: Yeah.
1: So right now, the future is kind of up in the air. Yeah. Right. Um, well, and was it
0: two years ago, uh, in addition to having the show at Christmas, you were doing the Philbrook <laughs> Um. Sort of giveaway for the festival, right? Yeah, the festival so, tree pins. Yes. yes. So you were frantically sewing. Okay,
1: Christmas so let's tree back it up Philbrook. too. So, so not everyone <laughs> may know. Uh, so Philbrook an Incredible uh, Museum, uh, donated by the Phillips family to the people of Tulsa a, a while ago. I'm going to get it all wrong, but it's a gorgeous Italianate villa that is now full of amazing art, um, and they have a killer Insta feed. So. Follow yes, them for yes. sure if you're not already. Um, but anyway, they do a amazing holiday festival every year. Yeah. I, it, fest, do they call it the Festival of Trees? It used to be called the Festival of Trees. Okay. Now it's just called Festival. Okay, yeah. so people come in and decorate trees, and you can auction them off. And there's a whole like gingerbread scene upstairs, and which is local kids, which is now made out of Legos, <laughs> and kids come in and build things. And then they decorate all the gardens and lights and serve cider and alcohol. There's a theme for me, and <laughs> and it's just. Really Really, really special and fun, and it's a great mm-hmm. thing to to do with the family. They had, uh, Santa had a, a house year, there yeah, this Santa year. Was in the new cabin. It was pretty special, so it's a big so it's a big deal, is what I'm yes. trying to get. I'm trying to set this up for people who may not have been. So I did not realize that you you were a a production house <laughs> for giveaway. So explain that to us. How'd you get you know? How yep. did that come
2: to be? So um, I started sewing just a few years ago. I have a little bit of sewing history, like growing up and stuff, but I. I sew obsessively now. Uh,
0: and I'm looking at what you're wearing. You make a lot of your clothes. Did you make all that? I, I mean, the shirt I and the scarf. I made my dress. Yeah. Did sure. you make the scarf? I did not. Oh, it looks like a hand... It, it was handmade.
2: I can't remember what country it was a gift. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs>
2: but yes, I do make a, a lot. Not everything that I wear, but I make mm-hmm. a lot of what I wear. Um, so... A few, two years ago, a friend of mine said, hey, Philbrook is putting out a call for artists for their gift shop. You should uh, put your quilts, submit your quilts. And I was like, yeah, right. Me, Philbrook, (laughs) I don't think so. Like, So I kind of sat on it and I was like, you know,
0: what the hell? Like, yeah. what,
2: are, what are they gonna? What, if they say no, They'll they say, say no. no yeah. right. At least I tried, and and, and I think that's important. Like, that's a that's a big part of who I am. Like, I'll just fine. Whatever. I'll try. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. You know, the show. All at am. Why not? Let's try. Keep we'll behind. do what whatever. Whatever yeah. doesn't work out, doesn't work out. This is try. Friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give it a shot. Because you never know until you try. Right. right. um There's a quote. I can't remember who said it. If I use it, in one of my reading classes. It's sometimes you can do better th- Sometimes you can do things better than you think you can. Mm-hmm. So just try it and it may end up, you know.
1: It may be awesome. Yeah. Right.
2: So I submitted my quilts and they said, you know, I got a like form back that said, you'll hear back from us in a few weeks. Well, I got an email back a few hours later and they said, yeah, we love these, um, but they're too big for the shop you know you, you either have to tell us a way that we can display these or give us some other options of mm-hmm. things that we could you know look over i was like oh, i don't know i can make some bags or um, <laughs> like a few weeks prior i'd made some pot holders and i'd never made <laughs> pot holders before but i have a family history with making pot holders too i have my stories just compound
0: <laughs> like a in here we're just peeling away the layers <laughs>
2: um, so I, I come from a long line of pot holders makers pot, pot holders and anti flashlight
1: enthusiasts <laughs> and and train tra- uh train experts too right that was another thing
2: i love it so um i i sent a picture of the four potholders that i made for a swap mm-hmm. and they were like pot holders? yeah i'd like to see more of those can you make 10 of them and meet us next week and i was like uh okay. yeah sure <laughs> so i made 10 pot holders, and i i've did them in varying degrees of, um, of finish so they could see like what was inside, like all the steps that mm-hmm, went mm-hmm. into making these. And I went and they said, Hey, we love them. So I made a bunch of pot holders. Um, more and- than 10? Yes, more than 10. <laughs> I can't remember how many. It was like 40 or something. Oh, wow. you know? and, and I did those in a few weeks and I hand bound them all. And I was like, This is my crowning achievement. <laughs> like I just felt like I'd yeah. reached my peak and yeah. I was so excited. And then the next year, um, I didn't really hear anything for a little while, and I kind of reached out near the holidays, and I said, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of waving. Yeah. I'm yeah, here, you know. I don't know if you sold those, but... <laughs> and, and I knew, I know they sold... Uh, the did they you go check on
0: them in the shop? Oh, list? every time no, I go yeah. in, I
2: still go <laughs> see what they have in mind. So um, I, I met with a the person there, and she, she asked me for a meeting. And I was like, "All right, you want some more pot holders? How yeah. many you want? You know?" And she
1: said, "No, <laughs> uh, let me sharpen my pencil and get yeah. out the order pad <laughs> for pot ju- Just have a sheet of paper. Yes. It's like
2: pot holders, quantity."
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: so she said, "I want you to submit a design for the um festival pins," and I was like, "But I'm a textile artist. Like, in <laughs> my knowledge, or, like." My like, history with these, they're all
0: hard. Animal
2: they're or, metal okay. or ceramic or they're hard, right. you know. And I'm like, I fabric's not hard unless yeah. I really starch it or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> so uh, she was like, I know. I, I, we want something different and we, I think you can give us something different. And I was like, I don't know. And it was kind of like when my friend told me to submit the quilts, I went home and I was like, yeah, right. No, I don't think so. And then I like, you know, started, I just couldn't yourself. get it out of my head. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, um, I started making some prototypes and uh, within a month, I think I made about a hundred prototypes of different, like <laughs> different materials, different insides, different threads different stitches i mean everything um it ended up and it was between me and a few other people i think Mm -hmm. and they said this is it like what i did was i i bound them Mm -hmm. just like i do a quilt like that was that was what i was missing it's like a little border yeah and i was like there it is that's it and i knew it when i did it and but then i was like i have to hand bind all of these. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I think it's interesting because, you know, I started with submitting quilts. And then potholders are just like <laughs> smaller functional quilts. And then these pins are like mini, mini <laughs> quilts, you yeah. know? So I just keep getting like smaller and smaller.
1: And smaller and smaller, but more and more quantity. So okay. did you feel completely overwhelmed? Like, I don't know what I would... It's one thing to come up with the idea. And it's another to then have it accepted and yeah. go oh shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I am. Yeah. So how many did so you make? I made
2: 500 of them. So, um, mm. no, I didn't really get overwhelmed, <laughs> which is really <laughs> weird. And I was teaching too at yeah. the same time. Um, in running holiday.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, keeping that holiday season yeah. full. Being a mom and yeah. life and there all was of it. There
2: was, combining the, um, the trained and the, um, the pins. One day I pulled up to a train, and it had just started, and I was like, this looks like a long one. Put my car in park, and I started stitching, waiting for the train that's <laughs> going by. Because anytime any time you could possibly squeeze moment. it yeah. in, you just whip yeah. it out. I stitched every spare moment. Hand-stitched? Yeah. So I would hand-stitch the pins on, and then I would hand-bind them. So oh I did them 100 at a time, and I, I'm, I, I've even given presentations on, like, assembly line sewing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: or batch sewing, mm-hmm. some people will call it. Um, and... And I talked to everyone close to me, like I talked to my folks and my husband mm-hmm. and uh, my boss at school, you know, I was yeah. like, this is this is happening, and I need you to be like just aware and I'm gonna be carrying this weird green case with me everywhere. and if I'm sitting there, I'm gonna sew. and and they were like, okay, so i I, I communicated with everyone yeah. and I worked backwards and you know I I'm, I'm kind of a worst case scenario type person I'm always thinking like what's well, the worst thing that could happen so I was like, what if I break my hand and I can't sew you know it's like <laughs> I've got to get these done now so I'm not trying to do them all last minute right. so um, and I also have I have a, a 10 minute rule like every we all have the same amount of time in our days right mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of how you use that time so in 10 minutes you can you can sit and you can, you can stitch or I can cut something. You know, I can cut many of something in 10 minutes. Or I can just sit on the couch and not do anything, which is fine. I do right, that sometimes. Right. But most or, of the or time. just
1: sit on your phone and scroll yes. through yeah. some yes. whatever. Most yeah. of the time
2: with my, like, little bits of 10 minutes, I'm doing something. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I used every, every bit of time that I had to make them. And I celebrated every step. So every time mm-hmm. I would finish – like a little bit, but like, oh, look, I did that. You know, like yeah. all of those are cut out. And, and they were all one of a kind too. Did I mention that? No. So none of them were the same.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: Overachiever.
1: That's great but advice that's how I though, work. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Set, setting setting milestones you can celebrate mm-hmm. and finding those like hidden bits of time. Definitely. I think in, like in general in all of our lives, yeah. that's
2: – And we all have them, yeah. you know. Yeah. And if you have like a big project – or a big goal that you want to meet, like, don't look at the end. Just like, look at the next step Mm -hmm. and just focus on that. And you'll get to that end part. If you just focus on the next step, Mm -hmm. that's big for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think it's important to, to work backwards from a, like a, your due date or whatever it is Um, Mm. so you know okay I have to have this particular thing done by this date well I don't want to be working on them the night before so I'm going to move my due date up a week and then I'm going to just I'm going to work backwards with Mm. my time and see what I need to have done by by this time time
1: so do you have anything in the Philbrook store now? Um,
2: yes. So, well, so, um, so I sold the pins. I did that. Okay. And then I taught three summer art camps there last summer. Oh, I've never taught cool. kids before.
1: <laughs> my kids were there. Really? <laughs> Maybe not in your camp. You, would, you know, you went back. So that implies my kids were not in your camp. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do it last year. We did it the year okay. before, but they loved it. Well,
2: yeah. It's wonderful. Um, so I'll do that again this year in the shop right now. I have um, pot holders
1: <laughs> and some pyramids really pyramid pouches oh they're bags that are shaped like oh, pyramids geez. yeah they're like pretty cool. for um like like smell. like do they have a smell in them a smell in them like, like a like lavender lap, or something. Or like, that's what no, I'm no, thinking no. They of. Zip like a, a pouch that. It's like a toiletry bag. That's what I was I thinking. <laughs> You're like, it's this like this a toiletry toil, bag,
2: thing. but oh. it's shaped like a pyramid. Oh, so cool. there's a so zipper like, on one side. Got it. Yeah. You would put
1: things in it. Yes, got it. And you Fantastic. could put you could put. Pot- no, in it. no, 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 no! <laughs> no, I get it now. When you said pyramid, that's just what I had in my mind. It was like those sachets you put in like your underwear drawer or something. Do you guys have sachets in your underwear? I have. I have a Liners. Okay, there you okay. go. <laughs> Maybe I need to get some I mean your pants don't smell like lavender. I, ideas by Claire and Sarah. Just, it's fine. We don't need any Rules credit. Run, yeah. with, run with that. It's you should great. make them. Apply
2: for holiday.
1: No. <laughs> you can sew. You know I don't do that. <laughs> so.
2: Oh my so, yes, I have bags and pot holders right now. And then starting – so this is breaking news. Yeah. Um, we had
0: to get her on the calendar before February yeah. because
2: – So next month, I'll be doing a studio artist residency at Philbrook. And so what that means is I'll be running their studios. So it's just on Saturdays, um, but we're going to make what I want to make. And we're going to make a community quilt and so there's oh, wow. you know, wh- n- whatever level you are, you know, if you're an expert sewist or you've never touched fabric before, beside your clothes, it doesn't matter. You can mm-hmm. come and sew. So I have this quilt in my head right. that we're going to create together. And on the last week, I I have obtained a uh, a quilt frame some from some little oh, ladies God. in a church, and the
0: many many quilts have been made on it before.
2: And we're going to hand quilt this quilt together. That's wow! Incredible. Yeah.
0: So, can anybody just do you sign up for the nope. studio? Just people show up. You just and... show up.
2: Yeah. It's so I'll be doing it uh, the first Saturday, the third Saturday, and the fourth Saturday. Second Saturday is free Family Saturday. Day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's from. Tw- 12 30 to 3 and anyone can come me bring your kids mm-hmm. bring your grandma bring your neighbor whoever be and yeah. and you can sit and you can you know do one thing if you want or you can just stand there and stare i don't care but <laughs> um or you can sit for all three hours mm-hmm. and stitch with me yeah. um and i'll have different types of things going on they'll be piecing, they'll be applique they'll um yeah so amazing i'm very excited
1: yeah. And I bet this like totally gets your organizer brain going too. Cause I'm, I, what, when you were saying that, I was just thinking like, oh, but it would probably be so much easier for you to just make that quilt.
2: <laughs> like we have no, like if we, if we showed up
1: with our kids, like we have no idea what we're doing. But, but in my mind, then I thought, oh, but no, that's, that's not the point. The point is that <laughs> she's breaking down the process for other people to participate yeah. To make it something else. And that's,
2: you know, I'm a big believer that quilts like hold energy. In them, so and I use a lot of old fabrics in my work, and, and those fabrics have been handled before by other people, or they've been used in you know someone's dress from 30 years ago. And but then when I use those in a quilt, that energy is like it's in there. So mm-hmm. now we're going to have all of these people working together, so all of their energy is going mm-hmm. to be put into this quilt. I know I sound really woo woo. No, right now, I so love it. it. Quilts <laughs> and energy, and and, um, and then when we quilt it together, we're quilting it on this frame that has been used so many times before. So that energy is in there and and i i look at quilts as i could talk about quilts for a really (laughs) long time you guys (laughs) um so they it's 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 not just a blanket it's it's art it's functional art it's Mm -hmm. art that gives you a hug right (laughs) so and i just love um the construction of them. And mm-hmm. it is construction, you know, it's right. building something, you know, building something doesn't have to be mm-hmm. hammer and nails. Yeah. It can be a thread and a needle. So. That's so, cool.
0: so where's the quilt going to go when I don't everyone's know. finished? Okay. I, I was like, so. is that staying in the museum? Do you keep that? Is it? Okay. Yeah. You don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so cool.
1: Okay. So if your kiddo is interested, we can join you in Philbrick, uh, those three Saturdays in February, like you talked about, mm-hmm adults, whatever, any age, right? It's an all yep, age activity. Yep. Uh, but for those of us that either maybe can't make it out, or maybe that isn't the thing mm-hmm. for, for our local or not too, local, yeah. what are some ways that um, y- you know you can get your kids involved in crafts, but just in general, like building, making things with their hands, this whole idea of... You know, creating something that didn't exist before you made it. I just love that idea. And I want my kids to kind of whatever that is, whether it's a podcast or a quilt, I want them to feel like they have something that they can create and contribute. What are some ideas you have for how we could do that?
2: So my daughter's grown up with textiles in the home. So even before she could sew... So she sews now. She's six years so old and fine. she sews. But even before she could sew, I would give her just a basket of my scraps. And she'd just lay them out on the floor or just like wrap dolls or cover the cats yeah. in scraps, <laughs> you know. But just getting her their hands in something. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily have to be producing a final product. Mm-hmm. But just giving them something... So if you're creating, have them alongside you. Like, do it together. Like, both of you be a part of the process. Um, I also send my daughter to a sewing class uh, with Mary pre which is – her classes are in Retro Den as well. In the studio. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's great. So she can learn – Rio can learn from me, which she does. But it's also really nice to have her <laughs> learning from someone else. Um, For anyone
0: who's ever tried to teach their child a thing that, you know, it's like, it, it's easier when it comes from somebody else. A lot of, yeah, better. absolutely. Yeah, riding yeah. a bike or playing Driving piano. Driving a car or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. So some things uh, that I think are helpful to remember, um, give them selected options. So like, you know, I always think back to fabric, but if, we're, if she and I are going to make something together, instead of... Saying go to the fabric wall yeah. and choose some fabric from all of these hundreds of pieces, or I could pull out five things that I know will work well, like fabric wise, mm-hmm. for that project. And then she gets to choose from the those. Mm-hmm. So giving them, and I think that's a good rule for like getting kids dressed Anything. in the morning. Yeah. yeah, just give them like a few options. And do it together, like I've mentioned. Model it. It's okay for them to watch you for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, and then to try it. Mm-hmm. So 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 model what you're doing. It's also okay to walk away. I walk away <laughs> from projects a lot. I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And if I keep trying when I'm frustrated, then I'm going to get more angry. And, mm-hmm. But if I just walk away and go do something else, then usually I come back a little bit like renewed or go sleep on it. Right. right. Um, and I think that's especially important for kids. Like teach them it's okay to walk away yeah, instead of getting super frustrated. Um, experiment together. So try. they have an idea, and maybe mm-hmm. you know in your head, like, logically, that's not going to work. But you know what? <laughs> show, go through that with them and show them. Here's, yeah. you know, and maybe it'll surprise you. Maybe it will work. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, or maybe they have a different idea. You know, they are thinking of something. Maybe, maybe it works different. for what
1: they want. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It just doesn't work for where your head was going. Yeah. Then. Yeah.
2: It's like, yeah, mom, well, see, this piece covers the cat perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Learn together. So there are lots of things that she and I do that together that are fairly new to me. And we're figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes her brain does look at things differently. And she is able to, to show it to me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning together, I think, is an, invaluable. And I think that sets you up for life you know because we're not always the teachers you know we're not always the parent we can learn from them as well and we can learn things together so crafting together can teach you these life lessons (laughs) Um, the process is just important as the end result so uh like i said with the goals don't just look at the big thing at the Mm -hmm. end okay um but look at these little pieces that get you there in one of the camps I did at Fulbrook last summer, we made forts. And I told the kids on the first day that we were going to be doing the kind of weird forts that hung from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And um, so the first day, I said, we're going to make forts. And so at the end of that first class, we were like, well, where's our fort? You know? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to all do all of while. these little pieces. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. on the last day, we put it all together. And, like, we'd put it together and we'd hold it up. And hearing them go, oh! <gasps> Oh, it's my Um, Ford! It's so cool. You know, like, and so all of those, we we wouldn't have been able to do it had we not done all of those little pieces. Mm -hmm, So, um, so the process is very important and we're (laughs) such an instant gratification society. I think with kids, it's important to show them that if you, if you work on something for a long time, you you make 500 or something, (laughs) it's, (laughs) it's going to, it's going to add up and it's going to be, come something even more powerful and important. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see, let them play. Yeah. You know, just let them have fun with it. Don't force it. If they want to stop. So Rio's making a a birthday present right now and she hasn't wanted to stitch on it for a little bit and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That kid's still there. (laughs) It'll just be a belated gift. She doesn't want to stitch on it right now. And I'm not going to sit and make her do it because then she's going to not want to do it. She's going to be resentful of it. Um, and yeah, just enjoy it. And if it does, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but
0: I think yeah. that's such great advice. and Just
1: you know, a good reminder. Yes.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking, even in, in our house, you know, I'm not super crafty, but all those same rules can apply for, like, building Legos. Yes. Things, you know, or that's, because that's where or we Cooking, cooking. Or, yes. Exactly. That's
1: where my brain went, was to cooking, because that's something my mm-hmm. kids have actively expressed an interest in, mm-hmm. and I have actively been, like leave me alone yeah. while i'm cooking like you know and, and 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 hopefully in a kind and sweet way but i need to do a better job of sort of cultivating that mm-hmm. um and those are all good reminders that it can just be for part of the process right. or it can be we can have smaller goals than you're with help me, me for two hours while i make meal. dinner yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, give them exactly. little little jobs yeah. to help
2: mm-hmm. with something with you yeah i love that Light bulb Thank
0: moments. You. I feel like we have we have had a lot of really great like tips. I'm gonna have to like Pull these out. It's going to be a long episode. It is. Gonna sorry.
1: Be a <laughs> no, no, sorry I've Not sorry. I had a lot of
0: caffeine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so oh, much. Thank and you. We will um, link up to all of your uh, various endeavors. <laughs> it's going to be a long show notes, guys. <laughs> but yeah, we'll link up to all that. And go see if you're local to Tulsa, go see Brianna at Philbrook next yeah, month. Come in so February. so And we appreciate you coming thank on. Thank you for
2: having me. Thank
0: you. Bye. Bye.